welcome in to Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And uh, we I don't even think we did one last week because it was it seemed like there it was kind of slow. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't. We kind of had like a short uh, kind of break, but we've we've got some stuff that's starting to come out um, that already came out. We actually had a long coming attractions list of things to go over. We just never got to it. Uh, but I've got to see some of that this week. Um, we got to see some movies. Andy, let's just start it off. So there's a three-part series on Netflix called Arnold about Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's cool because it kind of goes over the three parts of his life. First, it's like him growing up and bodybuilding and then him being an actor. And then I've seen the first two and it's about to be the third one. And it's him and his political career and kind of where he's at now. And so I've seen the first two. I haven't seen the third one. But so far, it's it's been really good. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. It's, uh, yeah, like you said, the, the first episode is basically Austria, right? Like his time in Austria yeah. as a kid growing up where he came from, why he's so driven, all that kind of stuff. Didn't know the things about his dad. Yeah, um, I didn't either. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he was... I knew nothing about his family, uh, honestly. I didn't know about his brother. I didn't know anything about his parents at all and it seems like he kind of was trying to escape all that so it kind of makes sense why it's not largely talked about yeah no for sure and uh i mean he does a good job of of laying it all out exactly what happened and why and and, uh doesn't really hide from it uh he talks about the really bad stuff uh the one bad really bad thing i should say uh and the third one uh, that we all know knew was coming. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, he doesn't hide from that either. So he does. He does a good job. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I I thoroughly liked it. I mean, he's he's he, he was a dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he doesn't hide from that either. He's like, I was young and dumb, and uh, he says all kinds of crass things. And have you seen the part where he met uh, Maria Shriver and her mom? Yeah. <laughs> He tells her mom, like, your daughter's got a, or his grandma. He tells her grandma, your daughter's got a grandma. great ass. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, after she says she would love to meet you or something like that, she got a great ass. Yeah. Oh my God, what an ass. He even yeah. says, yeah, it's just yeah. such a stupid thing to say. Yeah. He's like, but I mean, he was recorded on so many things back then. So yeah. he's got to just be honest with who he was. And, you know, uh, he was a guy in his 20s. I mean, I'll tell you, this is the most impressive part to me learning about him was that he was a millionaire before he made a movie yeah that was interesting yeah he had uh, he had uh real estate. real estate yeah corporate and uh and mm-hmm. uh commercial and you know living real estate and yeah he was already yeah. money so he's like so i didn't need to do all the jobs i could take what i what i wanted yeah which is wild mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean who who starts a millionaire and becomes an actor like i, I mean, mean i guess you could yeah. argue some some famous people's kids who start, but that's kind of different than a self-made millionaire. You know what I mean? He could have just kept going <laughs> yeah. with the real estate, you know, and then been a wildly successful human being. Uh, and, and he was done, but, but he didn't. And he was in his twenties. Do you realize that? Yeah. He was still in his twenties when he was a mil- uh, millionaire real estate person. Yeah. That's that insane. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> is, I mean, he made some money off the, the weightlifting and all that stuff. For sure. I'm, I'd well, that's where he that's where he got his start was like there was weightlifting, but there's also the um, the vitamins and like the the you know muscle shakes yeah. and yeah all the supplements, all that stuff. He made a good portion from that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's that was his, his egg to start everything. So anyway, really impressive. 
uh, loved learning about like how driven he was and mm -hmm. the, like the types of uh, I mean he breaks down the types of exercising he was doing and doing 20 sets of everything in this yeah. like sauna or in his bedroom and there's no music there's nothing just silence yeah three three hours a day of silence and weightlifting yeah that is driven yeah <laughs> I don't care who you are that is impressive so his whole anything. thing is I just got to get to America he's like I just got to get out of here and get to America yeah, and I, I loved the, uh, <laughs> the party admits, which you knew it was coming from his mom, where she's like, all your friends have girls above their beds. You've got a bunch of naked men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have I, where have I gone wrong? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, it's, it's motivation. Like, yeah. You know, uh, I, I knew a couple of girls in college that had a bunch of girls in, in bikinis above their bed because they were trying to lose weight and they wanted <laughs> the same kind of, you know. And I'm like, so anyway, yeah, I, I thought that was cool. Um, and then, of course, coming to America and just seeing, like, the James Camerons, you know, talking about him and, you know, the obvious kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek, okay, well, I'll meet with the with the meathead. Yeah. But, you know, what who can't speak after? English very well? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, who can't speak English very well. But he was so magnetic. Like, yeah. I mean, he's just this, you know, the most massive man you've ever met. <laughs> He's, uh, he's, he's wildly popular, wildly successful. He works hard. Like, yeah, I can see why he was, a, he was so magnetic to so people, so many people. And even Ivan Reitman, just, <laughs> he walks in, you're the Ghostbusters guy. And it's so So yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun to watch. I, I, I think you're really going to like the third one. Yeah. Which the first two are very good. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knocked out but, the first um, two yesterday. Yeah. You know, I, I've enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much just because I don't want to give too much away. But it's very yeah. much. I think it's very much worth watching. Um, it's enjoyable, and we didn't really have this on our list. But uh, another one that I saw recently that's kind of interesting is they had a two-part series on a, the American Gladiators on the Thirty for Thirty. Um, if oh, you wow. if you haven't seen that, that's a wild, wild story, and it doesn't really have anything to do with this other than the people are very big and there's some steroid <laughs> abuse. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you get a chance, check that out. That's also really interesting. I'll do that. Uh, you know, I was wondering if they were going to talk about that and steroid use or anything with him because, you know, who knows if it's all over Austria or they couldn't get it in Austria. Well, no, he know. talked about but, it. He, he talked about, like, he would go to a doctor and it was like doctor, the doctor would, you know, administer it and it was like he was very, he was watching it very carefully. So Oh, I didn't, I didn't remember hearing that. They part. briefly touched on it, but he was like, yeah, a lot of the bodybuilders were doing some of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like you're you're bigger than your body is meant to be. Yeah, no, no yeah, and humans aren't meant to be that big, but yeah, yeah, um, well, yeah. Definitely watch that. I recommend that to everybody. So far, um, I, I did find it funny. My, my my son walks in and he's like, he's he's a lot smaller than uh, he used to be. Like he's he, he's still like big, but he's like he's a lot smaller. Like what? And I'm like, he is 75. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm having to explain like. He is ten years older than your grandfather, <laughs> and he still looks like that. Yeah, and works out and walks and is active. And I'm like, that is, he is still an insane specimen <laughs> of a human being, even if he doesn't look like he did when he was thirty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good, good for him. Well, let's move on. So I haven't seen this one. You put it on the dock. Um, American born Chinese. This is on Disney Plus. I think it started on May twenty fourth. Um, yep. Yeah, Jin Wang. Do what? Yeah, it was the first time Disney's done that. They dropped all of them at one time. Oh yeah, usually um, they do it once a week. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and 
Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. So this is, uh, Jin Wang is an average teenager balancing high school and home life. When he meets a new foreign student on the first day of school, even more worlds collide as Jin is unwittingly entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods. Um, this actually sounds kind of cool. And uh, I don't know the lead, Bin Wang. The only people I know, of course, Michelle Yao, who's awesome. Ki Huey Kwan, uh, just off of a Best Supporting Actor role. And then Daniel Wu from Into the Badlands. I don't think yeah. I know anyone else, but that's still pretty solid. Yeah, there's a few uh, actors uh, in there that you'll recognize in some fun cameos. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the main kid does a really great job. The two kids do a really good job. Um, and it's just different. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a kid's show. But I mean, with teen, even, you know, YA kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, D- Daniel Dustin Cretton did this, who did okay. uh, Sh- Shang-Chi. Yeah. Something else really big lately, which I can't, I'm blanking on. Uh, that was also successful. See, this like, says that the creator is Kelvin Yu. And the Kel- the creator, but he was like the director, executive producer was okay. Daniel Dustin Cretton. Uh, are you sure he was director? Um, I just see that the creator is Kelvin Yu, who's actually been a while, around for a while. Yeah, because this is an old, not an old, but this is, yeah, this was a comic first. So okay. this is, uh, it, but yeah, it basically follows, it follows a, a kid and he, uh, two kids one from a you know mythological type place and one from earth that believes he's you know more than he should be kind of a thing but yeah, yeah well I, and not even that uh, i would say he's more the the nerdy you know jesse eisenberg type he's an asian, asian jesse eisenberg mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh it's coming of age kind of a thing and but also mixed in with the uh i'm an asian kid in an all-white high school you know and uh, so there's a lot of different elements at play that are working here um and but it all comes together really really well <laughs> with his uh you know girlfriends and his uh and his parents and his best friend and figuring out who he is in the world it just all comes together really well and i think it's just eight episodes um and yeah you know i watched it obviously with the kids uh, my daughter could even watch it who's seven um and it was highly enjoyable we binged it in two days <laughs> in the summer so uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with it. Um, and it, it, uh, it uses a lot of manga references and, and uh, things tied to it. And then also, uh, I, we kind of thought it was really funny. There's just like nonstop DC references. <laughs> the kid's whole room is like really cool DC stuff. And uh, uh, but it's made by Disney, so we, who owns Marvel. So we thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, overall, like I would say this show made me really think Daniel Dustin Credden is the right person for, he's doing Wonder Man uh, but with Yaya uh, Abdul-Mateen mm-hmm. uh, on Disney Plus and one of the Avengers movies, I think Kang Dynasty Okay uh, Yeah, and so uh, yeah, I just have I just have all the faith in the world this guy now it's, it, it's, it was a lot of fun, I wouldn't recommend you know, adults go watch this there's definitely some like eye rolling it's YA stuff you know? Yeah, that's what it but, seems uh, like yeah, but it's uh, it was a whole lot of fun for what it was supposed to be. So yeah, I give all the credit in the world to him. And Ki Huey Kwan uh, laid down a uh, a performance that was great. <laughs> I just highly enjoyed it, and it felt a little personal to him, probably a little too. Uh, and uh, he plays a <laughs> he his character in the show is the boys watching these reruns of like a show that's supposed to be kind of like Full House 
from a long, you know, from the eight, what eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. and it was, and he is the Asian, goofy neighbor who's just he always he's just a total klutz, and all the white people laugh at him, and every like every episode he'll go, why I'm just doing this because what could go wrong, <laughs> W O N G, what could go wrong, and then something catastrophic happens to him every time, and so uh, now he's like an older person and he's got a they're rebooting and he's got to come talk about racism and things like that but it tied in really well and it was like really well done like i yeah i was happy to see him in that okay fair enough um it's getting good reviews imdb is getting it a 7.1 which is an 8.1 in the real world and rotten tomatoes um i got two scores for you 85 and 96 oh well that's pretty close uh I would say 96 is the audience. No, that's the critics. 85 oh, is the wow. audience. Yeah. Wow. Critics love it. Critics love okay. it. Yeah. Okay. I knew I wasn't crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't think well, anyone else would. I mean, you let's know. not go that far. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the only metric for that. You know, it's funny. When I when I watch stuff from that are made for kids with my kids there, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wonder how much extra i'm giving it because i see how much they like something versus what like an adult critic would think but i'm i'm glad that the adult critics liked it and i i kind of nailed that okay cool good for them yeah um next is always sunny in philadelphia so it has returned it dropped two episodes at the same time um the gang inflates which which was a great one dennis and Mac get into inflatable furniture to deal with the economy's inflation while d tries to find a plane to crash after being evicted by her greedy landlord, and Charlie wants to pitch Frank his crypto online investment idea. Uh, this one was great. Uh, of course, the big one is Mac buys the fancy peanuts, the big thing of fancy peanuts from Costco, uh, <laughs> that are he's clearly allergic to, and he keeps eating them yeah. and just keeps swelling. He's like, no, it's from blowing up all the inflatable furniture. All the inflatable. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's not yeah. that. Yeah. Well, well, that, and we get to reveal that after 16 seasons, Charlie has a spare bedroom and a bathroom. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's been sleeping with, uh, I just blanked up his name. Uh, Frank. Uh, yeah, Frank. Yeah. He with Frank for 16 seasons, and there was no reason for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a bathroom, so they don't go to, have to go down the hall. Yeah, and then there's the one where he's like, it's not crazy. I just like to sleep with an empty room behind me. That's not crazy. Yeah. And, then, and then they keep going to the door. He's like, oh, my God, I have to get a butler. He's like, we have to wear out our shoes from all this walking, just going from oh, there to there. That's right. Yeah, I'm excited all the way to the front door. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I was wondering because they always have. There was like three doors in that place. I was like, they can't all be. They got to go to something. They can't all be closets. And uh, I mean, to keep that a, a secret in the show for that long, that was hilarious. You think it was a secret, or they just like forgot about it? And they're like, oh, let's address it. I mean, both. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> it could have been either. Yeah. Oh, God, just glorious. That was, yeah. that was a glorious reveal. Yeah, and then we got um, Frank shoots every member of the gang. Uh, after Frank <laughs> shoots Dennis and Dee, they resolve to take Frank's gun away. Mac and Charlie go on a road trip with their moms to get their inheritances. Oh, yeah, that was pretty <laughs> When they go and Mac meets his uncle, who also looks, they got an actor who looks very much like Luther from the show. Um and he goes, yeah, I was just different. He clearly, clearly the uncle was gay and Mac is gay. Yeah. And he's like, no, I just want to get out of here. I don't want to have anything to do with this guy. He's like, you've been looking for a father-son relationship the entire <laughs> yeah. show. And it's finally here. He's like, no, he's a weirdo. Let's get out of here. 
I know, like, well, and Charlie's not even like, he's just like, but you, but I, but, but look at that. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, are you not seeing this? Like, this is your, like, yeah, your dream father. Oh, that was, that was priceless. That was, that was, that was really well done. And in typical Sunny fashion, uh, you can tell it's been a year since I've seen it up. And, uh, I was like, Frank shoots the gang. I'm like, oh, it's a play on words. He's going to end up uh, shooting him with a, uh, camera. <laughs> But nope, nope, nope. You should stay. That was that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, they were both fantastic. I mean, it's always sunny. I'm gonna watch it until the wheels fall off. Uh, it looks like they got some pretty good guest appearances on this one too. I don't want to give anything away because they've already. You can see all the names. Oh yeah, don't tell me yeah, the yeah, names yeah. of all the different ones. You can see the uh, things going along. But yeah, there's some pretty good. Some pretty good guest appearances coming into this, but I'd be very surprised if Ryan Reynolds doesn't end up in it. Yeah, if he doesn't, yeah, I, I feel, yeah, I feel like everyone's like wanting that to happen. I feel like he will. I feel like it'll be at the very end, um, the very end of you the could season. Be right. The bad news: we're already a quarter of the way through the season. There's only eight episodes. You know what? It actually, I bet it. Uh, that is, oh, but I, I, I could actually see them that being the finale. Mac running off with Ryan Rose yeah. <laughs> as a gay couple that would, uh, yeah, that that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I could see that. But yeah, always sunny. If if you're just now finding out about it, that's kind of cool because you get to go back and watch all the episodes. Actually, didn't you say you yeah you a huge gap for you? Huge gap. So I am very excited about getting to catch up on that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Huge, where? Huge, huge where gap. Where's the gap at? Like what seasons? Well, so I watched like the first probably five seasons live, and then that's not true. I think I started seasons one and two late. All I binged them all. First time you could uh, get the discs on Netflix, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I saw the first couple, and then uh, then I watched like three, four, five, and six live. I think I caught up on seven like a few years late, and I think there's like a. There's like a six, seven year gap or maybe even more where I just like got episodes here and there, but like missed the majority of the season. Oh man, there's so many good ones. Very ecstatic to go back and watch all that. Yeah, there's definitely episodes where I'm like, ah, that one's not my favorite. But I don't think there's a season where like, oh, that's that whole season was bad. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. All right. Makes perfect sense. Um, let's move on. So this one just came out, I believe, last week, and all it came out June eighth, and all the episodes came out once. And there's only there's eight episodes. It's called Based on a True Story. Uh, a realtor, a former tennis star, and a plumber sees a, a unique opportunity to capitalize on America's obsession with true crime. I don't want to tell you too much, although you'll find out kind of what's going on in the first episode. But I'm kind of intrigued. So it's Kaylee Cuoco and Chris Messina are a married couple. He's a retired tennis pro at a country club. And she's a real estate agent who's pregnant. They're trying to, you know, have a... They're trying to nest for, for what's to come. Uh, and Tom Bateman, who I don't know if I've seen him in things before. Murder on the Orient Express. That's enough. Oh, he always plays Book. All right. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. But I, I'm, I'm, I saw a clip of it. And I definitely am intrigued. I love me some Christmas Eve. So yeah. I'm, I'm always, always in when that guy's in it. Uh, but uh, Kelly Cuoco, uh, I could do without. But uh, I mean, but, but she's she's I mean, good I'm in not this. Actively avoid her. No, you know no. I mean? like, I, yeah, I think she's yeah. she can be good. Um, she's yeah. 
she's good in this. They both are. Tom Bateman, I like a lot. We're two episodes in. Uh, there's only eight episodes. And it's, so far, I'm intrigued. Also, oh, Natalie Dyer's in it, um, I believe, a bit. I don't know if she's in the whole thing. But okay, it's, so far, it's it's enjoyable. Um, so it's a 7.4 on IMDb, which is an 8.4. And on Rotten Tomatoes, 74% from critics, 81% from audience. It's probably like a 78 or 80, like so far into two episodes. It took a little while to kind of like say, the first episode, it took a while to say, all right, this is what it's going to be. But after that, like, okay, I'm intrigued. And Laura and I both are into it. We'll finish it. It's it's fun. It's not the greatest thing in the world. If you miss this, I don't think it'll, you know, it's not going to be something that you're going to miss out on. But I think gotcha. if you're like, ah, I need something. Like, this is yeah, this is enjoyable, and I think there's potential for it to be good. It's on Peacock, so it's free. So it's, uh, yeah, I would say it's, yeah, it's it's worth checking out. Would you say it's a true comedy, or it's like a show that has funny parts? <laughs> um, You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a straight uh, comedy, but it's not, okay. it's not, not a comedy. Are music I, situations? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would classify it as, but it's fun. It's because, so basically what it is, is Kaylee Cuoco is obsessed with all these true crime podcasts and right. they get put in a position to kind of do their own and they're needing money and they're kind of, you know, they're sacrificing things to, to make it work. Um, and so there's fun situations that they're trying to get around, but it's, Got yeah, it. it's, it's enjoyable. Kaylee Cuoco is kind of, She's a bit more. She's into the true crime, whereas Chris Messina is kind of like a. I don't know. You know, in Texas they call them tender hearts or whatever. And so she's yeah. kind of like dragging him through some of this, but you know that allows him to be both of them to kind of be a lot of fun. And then Tom Bateman, um, I, his character. I don't want to say too much. He's a plumber who makes friends with Chris Messina, and then I don't want to go into it too much, but it's it's enjoyable. Um, it's worth a shot, I think. Okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Um, Give it a shot. The next one, I don't know how far you've gotten on this. It's also on Peacock. Uh, and all the episodes came out May 4th. I'm kind of trickling through it. Uh, Bub Kiss. This is the Pete Davidson, very loosely based on his life stuff. Um, it follows Pete Davidson's life, combining grounded storytelling with some absurd elements from the worldview world for which Davidson is well known, which is not a great... Uh, <laughs> doesn't really encapsulate it, but... Uh, you know, I haven't seen a ton of stuff that Pete Davidson is in. I'm enjoying him in this. Edie Falco, of course, is always awesome. Um, Joe Pesci is getting a paycheck. Like, here's a few moments like, oh, oh, look, oh, look, he's acting. And you're like, oh, he's getting a paycheck. Oh, he's acting again. And so it kind of goes back and forth on that. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, there's a few others. Chase Suey Wonders, I like. She had a bigger episode just recently, and she was also in that Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with uh, Pete Davidson, but mm-hmm. it's it's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Bobby, Bobby Cannavale shows up every once in a while. You can tell he just kind of surrounded himself with some friends. It's a his, it's based on his life, but also very wildly, you know, takes parts that are just comedic and throws it in there. So, I don't know. I, I enjoy it, but it definitely can go over the top. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, <clears throat> it seems like the type of show that I, I like. I don't even have to get on Rotten Tomatoes. I can tell you the audience likes it more than the critics because critics are going to not love this guy. Yeah, his, his type of humor and an audience is only going to be sticking past the first episode 
if they like that kind of humor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or they're at least okay with it. Like, someone who's, like, totally, like, I mean, you and I talked about what happens at the end of that. I forget if it's the first or the second episode. It's the first episode. It's the end of the if, first. If you're, yeah, if you can't handle that, you moved on and you never watched another episode. So you're not going to review it bad. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, you know what? I'm, I don't know anything about Pete Davidson. I just know yeah. a lot of people hate the guy. Apparently, a lot of women love the guy because he does find him in his daily life. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I, I'm happy for the guy. Uh, he's having a little bit of a of a huge time in his career. I've just uh, heard him voice uh, the main character in uh, Transformers, and he did a great job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he did a great job with that. Um, yeah, it's crazy. He, like he's a millionaire and. I don't know if celebrity is something you want. I don't know if that would be fun, but like he's got that, and you're like you're constantly kind of. I feel like I'm constantly rooting for the guy, and I'm like he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Like he doesn't need anybody to root for. But you're like, ah, oh, come on, you can you can do better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like, uh, did you you've never seen any of the Murderville, right? No, you I haven't. I want I, I want to. I want to go back and watch that. Well, there's a. You know what? I'll I'll just say start with who killed Santa. Okay, uh, the, the Christmas yeah, the, episode. The Christmas special, yeah, yeah. And I'm not ruining that you say Pete Davidson has a cameo in that. Uh, but it was just kind of funny seeing him just being truly himself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, it's just, a, it's one of the, it's goofy but almost cringy but then really funny again kind of a shows. Um, but but anyway, Pete Davidson, I mean, he's, he's popped up in <laughs> Fast X, oddly enough. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad, yeah, he keeps popping up in all these things, yeah. even though they're not major roles. And and you're like, and you're like okay, <laughs> all right. Um, I don't. Did the King of Staten Island do well? I think it did. All, I, I think it, it did. did pretty well. I thought it was a fine movie. Yeah, I, I, well, I know, thought I the the theater. girlfriend was the best actor in the thing. Although I did let me say, well, yeah. it's also got Marissa Tomei and Bill Burr. I like both of them. Yeah, it did. I mean, critics wise. 75 from critics, 83 from audience on it, which for your first movie based on you is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's right, his well, range is like 70, yeah, 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 70 to 80 from critics and from like 80 to 90 from audience. So do so you want to guess what this one is? Yeah, those are his ceilings. Yeah. Oh, this one? Uh, How far are you into Bupkis? I, I only saw a couple episodes. Uh, I, I I could definitely say audience is higher than critics. Sure, but I have no idea how much. So I'm, I'm, we're eight <laughs> uh, episodes after, in. We've seen five. Um, okay. All right. So I'm going to give you. I think you'll this will you'll get this. Seventy seven and eighty nine. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There you go. Eighty nine's audience. Yeah. 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 yeah got it. Hundred percent. Okay. IMDb gives yeah. it a seven point four, which is an eight point four. So, but I mean, I feel like that's probably that's I wouldn't fair. give it a ninety, but I feel like. I feel like it, it's got its moments. Like it's definitely, I would give it a low B, a B minus, maybe. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, if you haven't stick with it, it's fun. I'm interested to see how it ends. Um, and depending on that, I would watch another season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Andy, how far are you caught up on Platonic? Uh, I'm not <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm two episodes in. Oh, okay. So you've yeah. You I just had too many anything. other things pop up. I'm gonna watch it. I just I'm only two. What, what else? What else did you have pop up? I had Spider-Man. 
Uh, no, don't tell uh, me Spider-Man. This came out before Spider-Man. And, and Transformers. Oh, no, you uh, could have definitely skipped Transformers to watch this. I had, I had Arnold. I had American-born Chinese. I also had, uh, like, everyone in my family's birthdays and then uh, anniversaries, too, this week. So that last week. So that, that derailed my whole week. Fine. All uh, right. I had, had visitors. But, uh, yeah, I didn't watch much TV last week. Um, uh, that's fine. It's not great. <laughs> I feel like it's. I feel like it's constantly on the precipice of great, but it's just enjoyable. Although there are scenes that are just fantastic, where it's just Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen just like being buds, and it's just it's very enjoyable. I think I'm a little worried this could go over the edge with some ridiculousness, uh, but I'm still going to give it some room. So it's. I think they are four. There's five episodes in. I think the sixth one comes out today. That's what it says. I got to okay. catch up. So I'm yeah, I'm actually two behind. Then I mean, I've seen the first four, but we enjoy it. Like that's one of the first things. Lauren's always like, "Hey, is we have another platonic?" No, nah, we don't. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'll uh, yeah, I'll definitely be finishing that. I mean, I love the way the first one finally ended. You know, uh, at, like you said that that. That did set the tone finally for okay. I see what we're gonna do with this. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I like it. I just yeah, I hadn't got to it yet. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have over the next month. I'm gonna have a lot of comedies to catch up on, which is good. I'm glad. Um, do you want? Okay. Do you want to take a stab at the scores? Oh God, <laughs> I, I definitely have not seen enough. It's too uh, early. I, I, all, all, all I would say is that because it's Seth Rogen. Uh, oof. I would I would say it's probably uh, no I can't guess yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I just uh, I'm just thinking uh, some people don't like his comedy. Yeah. So uh, you know, but I don't know if it's good enough for critics to like it yet because I've only seen a short a, a small bit. So Fair enough. Well, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't tell you. This is this is a good one to to pick up on. It, it's not again not the greatest thing in the world, but I think it just could be a lot of fun again apple plus dude apple tv has been kind of taken over where hbo is like dominated this year yeah they have like humiliated other streaming platforms this year i will go that far they have humiliated the others it's it's uh it's shocking like i mean at one point i had four shows i couldn't wait to watch on on apple at the same time this is a month ago they all end, and there's already three more and a movie <laughs> that I'm into. And I'm like, my God, like, <clears throat> they can't, it's just can't stop. And then I just keep hearing about more and more and more that's coming through for it, uh, both movies and, and series. So, and then we haven't even talked, gotten into, you know, sequel seasons to some of these shows. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're killing it, man. They're, they're absolutely killing it. And we have, I think, Mythic Quest, isn't that a summer show? Uh, I well, I no, we got it not too long ago. I don't think we. I think we've got some time because that, that just came okay. out. I think in the winter because I don't think it's really a summer show. I think it's a whenever they get around to it show. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right about so, that. They, they took years between. Yeah, the seasons. The, oh, you're right. It the last episode came out January sixth. Wow, you're right. Wow, I did not remember it was that recent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, withdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Right, well, hey. Yeah. Not. Not. Not too bad. Um. But yeah, I, I plan on continuing with Platonic. All right, Andy. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Uh, you just went and saw <laughs> this. 
Uh, you try to convince me to see it in the theater, but you've already tricked me into the by seeing the next one. So you get nothing. So what do you want? What do you want? What do you want to talk about? I, I, I'll, I'll fight you on the next one. Uh, so uh, <laughs> this one, I did say, I did say, I do not recommend. I said I want to recommend, but I just can't uh, people to see it in the theater because I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it it was you know, it's such a weird uh, se- series. I guess we'll call it of movies. There's so many now uh, that Tra- are you talking about Transformers. The first, the, yeah, Transformers. Okay. The first one was solid, was really solid. I, I thought the first one was great. I love the first one. Yeah, I thought uh, they did a great job. Yeah, it was great. Bumblebee was great. Agreed. Uh, there, there was one decent Transformers in the middle of the other six that was also pretty there, good. There was but, like the last correct, hour of Transformers 3 that was enjoyable. 3, yeah. That's yeah. What uh, that was enjoyable. Um, the rest has all been just poo-poo uh, since the first one. And uh, the second one being just egregiously bad. Uh, a couple of them being egregiously bad. <laughs> uh, this one was much closer to one and, and to Bumblebee than the others. Um, and I don't know if it's that the series tends to do better when they're interesting new, when they're, uh, sorry, when they're introducing new human characters and sticking to that side of the story a little heavier than the Transformer side. But, uh, that might be what it is because that seems to be more the magic. Uh, you know, when they're introducing Shia, introducing uh, Haley Steinfeld's character, like those were quality movies. The rest were just like, oh, let's just do more boom boom <laughs> and action, you know. Like, and it was like, eh. and so this one, yeah, was much better. Um, there was no limit, no, no, no lack of action. The action was great. The villain was, you know, quote unquote scary. It actually had like that feel like Megatron did in the first movie, where it was like, you know, constant peril for the humans. Uh, and not just, oh, God, they're just going to keep firing and keep dodging. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was that was really good. Um, and then the, the the climactic battle was nuts. It was really great. Um, and then there's just a fun, uh, not just fun. There's a, there's a teaser at the end of the uh, movie. Um, I guess you'd call it. The, it's, it's just the end, the very end of the movie. Uh, that, from what I'm hearing, is making audiences lose their minds. Uh, and it's just so hard not to say it. <laughs> but, uh, and spoil it. But, yeah, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and uh, I'll put it this way. You're going to call me right after going, what the hell? <laughs> and I don't know if it'll be good or bad for you, to be totally honest. I don't you. know if I'm but that it is caught up. Like, I don't remember a ton of, like, Transformers lore. Like, I remember watching it when I was young. But I I'll don't just really say remember. this: you, you don't need to. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Is it Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, pretty wild. So there's a wild ending. So uh, so uh, yeah, that, that will definitely be unexpected. And so yeah, up our theater. I, I told you, like I went in the, in the morning. Uh, there was like 12 people in the theater. There was shouting. <laughs> okay. As if it had been a packed theater, like <laughs> loud gasps. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it was just kind of funny. So, like, selfishly, I want you to see it so we can chat about that. But, uh, yeah, I get not wanting you to go to theater. <laughs> okay. However, the action was really good. But uh, I could, if you're like, this is ridiculous, I get that too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I, I mean, I think you have to be in the mood. other ones. I'll put it this way if you go in with a really crappy mood about it, you won't like it. 
if you go and go and all right, let me give this a shot like I did Bumblebee, then I think you'll be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I liked it a lot. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'll do that. So it was written by Joby Harold, who's been a producer on a lot of stuff. He also wrote um, the King Arthur movie with Charlie Hunnam, Army of the Dead, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and The Flash uh, that's coming out oh, this week. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting. And then Stephen Capel Jr., the director, um, he's done a few things, most notably Creed Two, which is... Uh, admittedly, oh, okay. the lesser of the three Creed movies, but to be fair, it's still it's a high bar and still a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is still a really good movie. So okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll give it a shot. What would you give this movie, man? Uh, in the spirit of as I always preface with something like this, like judging it for what it was supposed to be, uh, I'd give it a low eighties. Low eighties, okay. All yeah, right. low mid eighties. Like it was, it was. If if this had come out after the first Transformers, you would have loved it. Okay. You know what I mean? But because we've just been beaten down with ridiculousness, we're almost trained to not like it. <laughs> You're going in already not liking it. Like, oh, I'm just going to watch some explosions. Why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'd say low 80s. All right. Uh, so IMDb gives it a 6.6, .6, which is a 7.6 .6 in the real world. Uh, and okay. I got two scores okay. for you. 91 and 53. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. Well, we knew critics wouldn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's Transformers seven or eight or nine or whatever. So they're already not gonna like it. Yeah, but hey, I mean, fans gave it a ninety-one. That makes sense. Okay, all that right, makes sense. Like people, fans like it. All right, yeah. fair enough. Um, now let's go on to your lie, Andy. Um, so <laughs> Fast X, you said, oh, I was like, I don't know if I want to see it. In the like at first, I was like, I'll see it forty X. I was like, I just can't. I can't justify spending that much money because it's extra for 40x to go see, because they have not made a good one. Like these, they're not good movies. They keep getting Agreed. worse. And you said no, no, you need to see it in the theater. You need to see it in the theater. And turns out you're a liar but, 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 no, because no, this no, was no. a terrible, terrible movie. Why? But 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 hold on, hold on. You're you're ignoring all the important logic to the to the reason why I told you that. I said if you found the last movie worth going to see in the theater then you'll find this one worth going to see in the theater because they're equally bad <laughs> they're, the all of them have been horrible that since five five was they great have just been they have been varying degrees of almost insultingly bad <laughs> but but we've never cared uh, like like you know what you're getting if you don't know um where have you been because they flew a pontiac into space <laughs> uh the air, the mufflers were open, <laughs> so the inside of that car would have been negative fifty-eight degrees within half a second. So, nah. Anyway, uh, but it's so bad, Andy. Like that, like that. Like I can expend, I, I can, I can. Uh, you can break from disbelief on that, on that because it's you like ah, can? That's fine. on that part. I don't mind. They go up. Oh, they look. rode it onto the shuttle, and then flew into space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> flew around space, and then. Come on now, <laughs> you can suspend belief for that for a little bit more for that. Like it was still stupid. Oh, it was seen. still stupid, but I can do a little that more for that. This this runway? was so Andy Andy Jason Momoa Andy Jason Momoa steals Vin Diesel's kid, and <laughs> Vin Diesel says, "Jump, I can catch you," or something along those lines. And the kid jumps out of Jason Momoa's high speed moving car across um, like several lanes of traffic. And straight so, into Vin Diesel's car, and he grabs so, him by the hand. 
let's point out that that's the third time that's happened to this franchise. Yeah, but somehow it just looks <laughs> so, worse than so, this. So you being mad about this is that dumb. It's so bad, it Andy. This two is... other times in this same series. This is the one uh, that finally let me go, you know what, I just, I just, just send me a YouTube clip of the Jason Momoa parts and I don't need the rest. And the Cena until it uh, was over. And, oh yeah, yeah. No, but and, dude, and, I forgot. And, I forgot John Cena was even in. I forgot John Cena was in this world. I don't remember Brie Larson being a part of it. I don't remember Alan she Richardson wasn't. being. A, she she wasn't. So they Larson and Alan Richardson just got added for this one. Yeah, they, with no they explanation. Okay, so she's there was Mr. Nobody's daughter. Yeah, they, there was explanation. She said, "I know you're looking for what happened to your father." Yeah, uh, and, and uh, they and they say she's looking. She's uh, he was the head of the division. He got disappeared, quote unquote. Nobody knows why or how. And then uh, she's looking into what happened to her dad. Uh, and Richardson's the guy who said, I, I took his place with him missing, which we now know is clearly because he was bad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, but I'm not going to defend this movie. This movie is awful. It was always awful. But to say this is worse than the last movie, disagree. I think the last movie was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. The one before that, just as horrible. Uh, they're all pretty bad, and, and I can—they're all bad. That's what Except I'm saying. And I'm saying if you're okay with the others, I—it makes no sense to me logically why you're. I gotta not go okay back and one. see Fast. So Fast Nine. You don't. I don't even remember. I, no, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm just like, trying to go <laughs> back and see what it is. So Fast I also Nine. noticed like so with John Cena. They I also noticed like and so in the last one because he's Dom's half brother, they gave him like a whole lot of Tanner. And then they just decided to take it away from him because I forgot that he's like his half brother until he's like uh, Uncle John Cena or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the whole point of the last movie was uh, he was the villain, uh, and you didn't realize. And it was Dom versus it was family versus family, and you found out he had a brother, and they flash back showing his dad uh, and all that all that business that BS. Um, and I, you know. It just it just makes me laugh because they're like we're gonna just do what we want with the characters. Do we need to make them do a one eighty? Yeah, sure. <laughs> After seven movies, okay. Last movie, like there was no comedy whatsoever to John Cena. Now he's like Mister Peace Peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> In this one, and it was like, well, oh, but he was like ultra serious, buttoned up, would never listen to music, would never nothing. You know what I mean? And the last movie, and now suddenly, complete one eighty. Because that's what the movie called for in this one. Yeah, it's All a completely right. different character. Uh, and that was kind of the thing with this one is that so you had the John Cena and the kids kind of uh, buddy kid, you know, adult taking a kid on a road trip. Uh, yeah, movie. yeah, road trip movie. Then you had like the Vin Diesel action, you know, movie with all you know the with the team, and then Statham's back, and then you've also got. With uh, which Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize Theron, where they've got their thing, where they're in the Arctic and they're getting out of yeah. their thing, and it's like a futuristic kind of thing. So there's like four different movies going on. And honestly, at the end, it had been so long since we'd seen Michelle Rodriguez or Charlize Theron, I completely <laughs> forgot about their story. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. There, it was a really disjointed movie, even for Fast. Uh, it was clearly there. You know, and it was supposed to be two movies. <laughs> uh, I think as they were looking at it, they decided it needed to be three. But when I say they decided, I think Vin and Universal they're, decided they wanted a little counts. more money. Their bank yeah, accounts uh, yeah. decided. Yeah, they said we can make it a three-parter actually, because um, I think this one was done filming. 
when they said that. So so anyway, it, it felt very much like this was the first act of something. Like they kickstarted a bunch of characters in different directions. You know, like Statham just ran off, and and some <clears throat> some of the problems stem from just the the, the a holeness of uh, some of the actors, like Vin Diesel and the, the over tightness of him and Tyrese, because you know. Do uh, you saw the post credits? I guess the two post credits. No, I turned that thing off as soon as I could and almost launched my Roku across the or uh, just left the. Oh, theater you, you really didn't watch the post credits? No, I did not. Okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, it shows uh, uh, Hobbs, uh, played by The Rock, <clears throat> going into this uh, with a team and, uh, and guns and uh, ready to go. You know, attack team into this like theater kind of a thing. They go in there and and they, I think it was actually like a mansion and it had like a theater in it. It was weird. And anyway, they're going through it and uh, and suddenly uh, where they thought they caught whatever guy they're looking for, a, a screen pops up and it's Momoa, and he's like, "Oh, hey Hobbs!" As like all the others start dying, he's like, "You didn't think I forgot about you?" He goes, "You, uh, Vin may have been the reason my father was killed, but you're the one who put who pulled the trigger." And it shows that sequence again on the uh, on the bridge, and how Hobbs walks over and finished his, finished off his dad by shooting him in the head. Uh, and he goes, "I'll." Uh, he go, He says something about your pain's only beginning, or something like that. And uh, and and the screen goes off, and you see Hobbs. You know, Vin Diesel says some classic line. Is uh, not Vin Diesel. Sorry, uh, Dwayne Johnson says some classic line. Is you like you some bitch or something? Yeah. <laughs> to the to the screen, and, and you're like, "Ooh, it's a Hobbs movie." Okay. I'm I'm into that. I'll, I'll watch a Hobbs movie against Momoa, uh, especially this character Momoa. I think it'd be fun against The Rock because he's so flamboyant. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they're setting up. They've announced a Hobbs movie is coming out, like within a year, I think, and uh, so it was already in the works. Um, but the reason I bring that up <laughs> is it was clear they couldn't have. Hobbs and Shaw in this movie because of fucking Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, so they can and, uh, they can have one of them. They can. Have, I thought Jason Statham was fine with it, but The Rock hates Vin Diesel. Statham Statham also doesn't want to be sharing a scene with Vin Diesel. That's why he wasn't. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't so, blame him. But he said he would he would do the movie for his own reasons, but he didn't want to be near Vin. So Bahaz is like, no, nah, I'm not in it. <laughs> so they're gonna basically have Momoa fighting. Hobbs and Shaw and the Fast family all together, and you know Mr. Nobis he's going to come back from wherever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy, this, then, is, it, this it, is really stupid. Oh, that's what you knew was going to happen. That's what it's set up so from the bad. beginning. It's just so bad, yeah. Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always has been. This is a stupid franchise. It's a stupid, stupid, stupid franchise. Yeah, but still, uh, it just keeps getting worse and worse. I- I'm done with these. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll just watch, like, YouTube. Cl- if someone can edit just, like, the Jason Momoa parts, I'll watch that because he was fun to watch in this. Other than that, He was a-, a blast. The part that uh, all the critics and fans said was stupid and they wanted out, I totally disagree with. And, and what, what uh, was that? It was the part with him painting the toenails of the, uh, uh, of the dead guy. No, because that's what made him creepy. That's right. That's what made him, and and it, it, not just weird. <laughs> he was he was insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, he's insane. Yeah. And so that helped, in my opinion, his character. Uh, I I, I he love, felt like the Joker. Honestly, he did feel a little bit like the Joker. I, I love how Fast has still never addressed the sandwich shop from the first 
season or from the first movie. Uh, do you remember that they owned a family shop, the Toretto's? Yeah, Tom it was Toretto's. like yeah. Well, there was the garage and back, and there's yeah because the tuna Brian fish sandwiches come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, never been addressed since. Uh, <laughs> well, when you go to space, you close up the sandwich shop, Andy. I guess uh, I love. That's that. the part. That's the part of all this that you I have love, issues with is the I, sandwich I, shop. I love that the CIA is after. Uh, Vin Diesel and Hunt doing a manhunt around the world as, as well as the, the Reachers group, whatever they call that. Uh, the agency uh, is also looking for him everywhere and the police looking for him everywhere. And he's at home in bed <laughs> uh, with, uh, with, his, with his lady and their kid because they're, they're at home. At home in the middle of a fugitive search manhunt. All right, Andy, what would you give this? I I, want to talk about the next movie way more than I want to spend time on this because it's bad and you'll. I I shan't be seeing another one. Okay, Uh, I would get it. uh, Give it uh, the same as all the others. Uh, Six. See, Fast Five, I enjoyed. Fast Five is definitely my favorite. You and I saw the first one. We were in college. We saw the first one. And yeah, it was 11 it. years ago. Yeah, <laughs> when we saw Fast Five, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It yeah, hasn't the, been good the first one was 20 years ago, which is hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, I mean, dude, I, the first one was a lot of fun. It also is stupid. It's Point Break. <laughs> it a lot it's a fun. lesser Point Break. It's a lesser Point Break. Um, and then two was just dumb. Tokyo Drift, they're like... Uh, in fact, that was the third one. Tokyo Drift wasn't terrible. No, I enjoyed Tokyo actually, Drift. It was actually, yeah, one of the better ones because it didn't have Vin Diesel. Yeah. Until uh, the, <laughs> the after credits. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then four, I'm trying to remember four. That's four was just Fast and Furious. Right? I, think, I think that was like Michelle Rodriguez was dead or on the run and he's trying to find the killer. That's when Gal Gadot comes in. Okay, okay. I was trying to remember. No, because that four had to be the one where Michelle Rodriguez dies. Well, yeah. That then that's it's that one, I guess. Because you hadn't seen her since four. That's right. And, and I don't, yeah, I don't remember who kills her either. But also, remember. have you noticed like no one actually ever like so Michelle Rodriguez has died and come back. Han has died and come back, and now Gal Gadot has died and come back. And, and did you notice that Vin Diesel has? Uh, Tried to make himself Jesus in this one. <laughs> oh, that's not surprising, but I didn't remember that. It beats that. you over the head. Well, he's constantly holding the cross at certain points. He's on his one man mission to save everybody and sacrifice himself the whole time. He saves the Vatican <laughs> uh, from the uh, hell ball. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, he's Jesus. Is is too? Everybody's resurrected around this place. Uh, yeah, I don't, it was. Yeah, it was as bad as so, all. I mean. I walk out of all of them laughing at how terrible they are. I mean, I've I'm, this is my fifth one where I'm just like in stitches laughing at how god awful it is. So yeah, I'm just I'm interested. I can't believe you finally got on board. <laughs> uh, no, I'm off board. I am the most off board as possible. It's so bad. Like yeah. I just and it just kept going. It was so long. So I would give this. I, if you take Momoa out, I would give this like a four. Agreed. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. No, no argument. Um, IMDb gives it a six, which is a seven in the real world, which is bananas. And then I think you're going to get this, um, 84 and 56. 84 is audiences that are ride or die, homie. <laughs> all right. Yeah, if you want to be. Family. 56 Family. seems high. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the very last, and certainly I would say the, 
the best, and that's uh, across the Spider Verse. Finally, <laughs> yeah, we finally got it, and uh, yeah, well, let's let's do a spoiler. Ten, it was a ten. Yeah, yeah, sure was. <laughs> it was hard a ten as I can give. Yeah, uh, agreed. I the first one was a ten. <laughs> uh, I I don't. I feel bad giving this only a 10. Yeah. No 10 is as high as it can get because this surpassed the first one. Yeah. Which is hard I mean, to believe. Yeah, it's it, – I I think so. But I think it could be just because it was new. Uh, like when I saw the first one, it blew yeah. me away. It blew me away. This one I think is a – I mean, I wouldn't say darker because there were some dark parts for the first one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're both 10s. There was a lot of dark. Spider-Man died, he, and then his uncle yeah. died, and his dad almost died. Was, and uh, in this one... There was a lot of dark. Well, and in this one, if you haven't seen it, you should... This is the last thing we're talking about. You should immediately go to the movie theater and watch this movie. Um, yes. But everyone has to die. So in this, Miles' dad has to die. He gets made captain. And when someone gets made captain, they have to die. And his dad gets made captain, and he's like, I gotta get back and save him. Like, you can't. That's how you become Spider-Man. Uh, and this is kind of, and this is this is the thinking, but certainly more enforced by um, Miguel O'Hara, who's Spider-Man 2099, uh, voiced by Oscar Isaac. And that's kind of the thing is he, he's back. He gets back to his universe. Miles gets back to his universe because these guys are kind of like the TVA where they're going all, to all these different timelines and making sure that nothing gets messed up, everyone's fine. But the big thing was, when Miles in Miles's universes, it kind of spawned these people getting out because in the first movie they had that we'll call it the Kingpin Collider that had the other universes that brought in the other mm-hmm. Spider people, and so now you're getting right. a few strays every once in a while. But Miles, yeah, 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 but Miles is actually the the he actually is not supposed to exist because a spider from another dimension came and bought bit him, and he was never supposed to get bit. And so the Miles Morales or Peter Parker, whoever, and the other other universe never became Spider or whoever. Right in uh, Universe Forty Two. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. You're right. They uh, they are able. Spot was able to pull the spider through, whatever, <laughs> quantum, and uh, and yeah, that's that's how that spider got there in the first movie, like you said, uh, setting up the rivalry. <laughs> uh, that, that Miles didn't know he had in spot. Uh, I love that they threw in that he's the one that he threw the bagel at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you threw a bagel at my head. Yeah. How do you not remember me? Uh, but uh, yeah, all this. So um, <clears throat> yeah, and he's he implies that Miguel Miguel replies that that Peter Parker in part died in his universe because Miles was bit. Yeah. Uh, almost like this was, it was correcting itself, you know? And, uh, uh, and that, yeah, that, that the one in his, uh, his universe, yeah, never existed. So, um, I loved it because they did a few things that, uh, I loved them showing these, uh, the canon, basically, uh, it was canonical that everything had to happen yeah. the way it had to happen. <laughs> they call it um, canonical, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why not? And uh, they're like, you know, this is going to happen. And then also, uh, adding that if he gets with Gwen, it's not going to end well for her. Yeah. Uh, because she dies in every every uh, aspect. Um, she, that's why they say that whenever I fall for you, it doesn't end well, because the, historically, she fell down a bell tower and he yeah. didn't catch her time, and she broke yeah. her back or neck, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so well, she had her head and uh, died. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Which you and, see uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield one. Right. Yeah, they show that, and and so so anyway, it's uh it's really cool how they show all that, um, and that it's connected, and they don't really understand why yet. They're like, this is all connected, but like these these things can open and, and like destroy the entire universes when you when we break canon uh from messing with other realities and, and we can't let which by the way is an incursion uh from marvel uh it's 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 what marvel would have called an incursion um and and they even throw in i don't even want to talk about what dr strange and that other idiot peter did uh in in the universe 129999 or whatever which is obviously uh from the spider-man homecoming or whatever um so what i think what what they're setting up in my opinion there was a character called like madam webb yeah and olivia wilde just directed a movie called that and uh she just directed it yeah she they're finished filming yeah okay and uh yeah it's been a thing she's been working on a bit and uh, i forget who they have i think it's dakota johnson which man but anyway uh, it's Sydney Sweeney, whoops. I think. She's in it. Oh, she's I just Julia Carpenter. Said... Oh, it is Dakota Johnson is Madam. Yeah, Wayne. and they have so... the cast is ridiculous though for it. No, uh, well, yeah, but it'll be awful because it's Sony. But mm. uh, but yeah. the point is, I think Madam Web is like the Spider Verse version of the person who understands how all this works. Yeah. So I think she'll come into the third movie probably. Doesn't have to. But could because they're you know they even popped into Venom's world which is pretty funny. Yeah, that was, that. I like that. I like how they had the Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland like when they're talking about the canonical things like they're all, they're oh. showing clips of all them in the background. And best remember Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald, uh, Aaron Donald, dang it, dang it, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover, yeah, <laughs> Donald when he's Glover sitting in the thing plays. as a uh, um, prowler. Prowler, yeah, because from the Tom Holland movie, he says that his he's got a nephew Miles and his name. Is uh, exactly. yeah, he's what's what's his name? He's Aaron. Yeah, he's, he's Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, he's Uncle so, Aaron. Uh, yeah, I love that. That was great. Yeah, and and Miles Morales was originally made for Donald Glover to play. In voice. Yeah, uh, he was supposed to be when but, he got too old. Yeah, and they wanted him to play Spider Man also when Tom Holland got cast, um, and it started all the uh, the backlash. Um, well, it was him or, or Garfield. I forget. It was one of those two. Uh, anyway, um. Yeah, so I, I really loved all that aspect of it, and and the part that you, you're playing along with it as an audience member, right? You're following along. Yeah, yeah. This captain has to die. This has to die. Otherwise, this you know all these things aren't going to happen. But what you forget until until they may mention it is, yeah. But he's not Peter Parker. He's the first ever Miles Morales. So every other universe is Peter Parker has to do X, mm-hmm. and since he's. You know, is it Spider-Man has to do this or Peter Parker has to do this? So, uh, so Miles can potentially break canon because um, his his story is not written, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what's interesting about all this. So, um, and we may have seen the loophole in Gwen saving her father by her father stepping down from being captain. Yeah, um, after so, she told you know, him that she is Spider Gwen in her universe. And he kind of yeah, disowns he, her, like because he, he, when she does, he's like to ready her. to arrest her. Yeah, and yeah. it ends very poorly, and so that's how they leave it. And yeah, and so he decides he's like, no, I can't do that. Brilliantly played by Shea Wiggum. I didn't even realize it at the time that that was him. <laughs> you should have. He's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's he like Corey Waldo. Everything. You got to look for Shea. Yeah. He's in everything, even if he's in a, an extra. He's in it. 
but yeah, but yeah, I, I love that. And we've seen that uh, uh, his dad has not been sworn in yet, so technically yeah. he could not become captain. Uh, well, he's supposed so to. Well, it's supposed to happen at his swearing in. They said. Well, yeah. Oh, did they say it would happen at the swearing in? They said it happens at the swearing. It's it's either at or immediately after. Whereas some of the other ones okay. get to be captain for a while. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So so it'll be fun to see. And I love. Well, it wasn't a twist to me in that I immediately knew he was going to planet into universe forty two. Um, I'm like, well, this is the wrong one. That why are they saying this is the wrong one? That he's not from forty two. The spider was from 42. <laughs> uh, so I knew immediately he was in the wrong one. But I was still kind of... Tw- it still kind of got me a little bit when she's like... Uh, when you realize that it is the you know the wrong one. I was like, okay, okay. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, I, I thoroughly loved it. I thought the stakes were high. The levity was where it needed to be. Like like with Jake Johnson's uh, daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the spider on it. Possibly she's, that's a baby Dior. Yeah, she's got the spider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have got her web shooter. That one's on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad parenting. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was hilarious. And, uh, and the fact that she's crawling all over Miguel. He's like, I'm trying to have an adult conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's crawling on him. Um, I remember reading like the first 10 issues of spider-man 2099 i have like four covers of the of the first one uh and from when i was young and uh i was like right as i stopped comics kind of when those came out and um i don't remember the vampire part (laughs) him Uh, being a vampire i don't remember him being a vampire but he was i remember him being like he was sometimes good sometimes bad he was like a brutal spider-man like he didn't have an issue with yeah. killing and beating yeah. and so sometimes he would kind of come between parts but I don't remember him being a vampire I don't remember being a vampire in this oh no, no yeah, yeah so at the, at the first time you see him he like kind of he rips off his mask but with the sun right behind him so he's like darkened mm-hmm. and his silhouette you see him like 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 shout up at the sky and he has giant fangs and then um, and then later on they, they never show him smile much and then she's and I noticed the fangs and I'm like oh okay and uh, and then later on, he says like, "Who's you know, who's Miguel or whatever?" She goes, "Well, he's kind of like our leader, our uh, but also our crazy vampiric something, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, father or something like that." She says something along oh, those okay. lines where she throws she throws vampiric in the middle of it, and I was All like, right. "Wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember that." <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll find out more about that one later. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's in the daytime ever and and maybe it's just that he has the teeth and that's that's probably what it is is he has teeth like a spider somehow i don't know <laughs> all right i, think that's I didn't catch it yeah i didn't catch any of that yeah go watch it again <laughs> oh I, I plan on it yeah <laughs> now you have now you have an excuse <laughs> i wish i would have seen it in imax the first time around the problem is i we had to go out of town when it came out and so yeah. i wanted to see an imax and then by the time i came back the following i think we went on monday um, it was my bad. I just didn't get the tickets in IMAX. But, and then I was going to go this past weekend again because it was ugly on Sunday. And it, was, yeah. it wasn't in 4DX anymore. I think it was either Fast and Furious or Transformers. Like, ah, I don't want to see either of those. Or, or, no, I'm sorry, not 4DX. IMAX. I wanted to see it in IMAX. Yeah. And, uh, which, well, oh I my don't God, think it needs awesome. it. I don't, because it's animated, I don't think it needs it. In but fact, it's so miss- world. But, like, I want to be encompassed in that world. Yeah. yeah and a screen I, I, that big, I think, would be worth it. 
Yeah, yeah, could be, could be. I almost want to watch uh, a planetarium esque kind of thing. Not a full <laughs> planetarium, but like you're laid down and you're like the screen kind of surrounds you. You know what I'm saying? Well, it was kind of yeah, but it was kind of like I watched it on a. I don't think it was. It was. I know it wasn't an IMAX screen. It was a really large screen. I forget what they called it mm-hmm. at this theater. This it was a theater I'd never been to, um, and it was weird because a lot of different parts in the movie. I would at first. I was like, I, I actually looked around to be like, did I forget my 3D glasses? And I looked at like everybody around me. I was like, because it was really blurry in the background, and uh, the foreground wasn't. The background was kind of like the. The cityscapes and stuff, they would just kind of leave a little bit blurry, like it would. But it, I mean, it looked almost like the blur, like they were trying, like it was 3D, but you didn't have your glasses on. And so I was like looking around, like, oh, no, I almost got them. All right. <laughs> and I looked back up. But I feel like if it was any bigger, you'd have noticed that too much, maybe. Right. Um, nah, but I, I could yeah, be wrong. I, I didn't have wrong. a problem with it. Yeah, I, I still, I loved it. I plan on seeing it again. I'm going to buy it when it comes out. I love all the things, and I can't wait to see the next one. Um, it comes out next summer. I gotta look and see when it's Yeah, done, but... oh god, I cannot wait for that. Yeah, I cannot wait for that. Uh, yeah, that's that's got all my attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no post credits in these. Uh, yeah, that that was a bummer. But it's a uh, to be yeah. continued. So. Yeah, which makes makes total sense. Um, I I do want to talk about like how much I love Spot starting as a joke. Mm-hmm. And ending as a true threat. He, how the um, animation changed and everything. He's like, "I'm your arch nemesis." He's like, you're, "No, you're not." And then by the end, he's yeah. like, "Insanely like, who powerful." Are you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's I'm not actually robbing you. It's it's just an ATM. Yeah. Why do you say M? M already means machine. You don't need to call it an ATM machine. Yeah. <laughs> that whole running gag was great. It's not chai tea. You're just saying TT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through the whole thing, that was great. Oh, but I like chai tea. <laughs> It was, uh, it, was, it was amazing throughout the whole thing. Loved, loved it. I love how they just keep finding new ways to fit in new animation styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. And not that. apologize. Yeah. I mean, Spider Punks was just such a cool. Oh, that was awesome. And, uh, and he also he was also great at. It was almost like reminded me a little bit of like Russell Brand and and forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he's like, I kind of do what I want, and uh, you know, I'm not part of a team. You're in a band. Eh, I don't like bands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in bands. I mean, like he's like he doesn't believe in anything. It's just so funny. You're like he's well, like nihilistic of, and just kind of yeah. Yeah, he's like you're kind of hypocritical. <laughs> yeah, because to be that cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah, it was it was pretty solid. Yeah, like I love that character and um, I, I love them blending in like uh, the 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 comic of the uh, the Lego Peter calling. Oh, He's that like, was so thanks, great! Oh my thanks, god, thanks, Peter. Was... You're you're one of our best. Yeah, that's one. Of, that was so fantastic. You're one of our best. That was solid. That uh, was solid. Yeah, and and the fact that I mean, it seems like they all get a band <laughs> if they're a Peter. Anybody but other than Miles uh, gets a gets a. A oh, the you know, multi-dimensional uh, band. Yeah, because he's not. Yeah. A, he's not canan- canonical. He's not supposed to yeah, exist. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I thought that was that was actually kind of, I was that was cool the way it's written. Like, because she's always like, if people tell you don't belong, you know, uh, you you prove it or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that fit in really well. Um, yeah. No. So yeah, I can't I can't say enough good things. I mean, we could break this down for the next hour. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, every every part of it 
was phenomenal, and I, I, yeah, I absolutely cannot wait to see how it all wraps up. Well, the good news is you'll have to wait less than a year. It comes out March twenty fourth, or twenty ninth, twenty twenty four. Is cryo a thing yet? <laughs> can, I just, can I just freeze myself to March? <laughs> well, I already got tickets to see the Flash on Friday, um, so I have can to I, at least yeah. wait till after that. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Oh. It was a gunshot. Uh, yeah. So uh, now I you have the Flash. Did you see the updated trailer for it that was in front of Spider Man? Uh, yeah, I guess so. If I, yeah, because I saw Spider Man, so it would have been right before oh, that. So good. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? As much as everyone's saying how good it is, like I'm excited to see it. I like the cast. I'm intrigued by it. Um, yeah, it's got reviews out so far. There's more than 161 for critics, more than 50 for audience. Uh, it's do you want to know what the scores are? No, I I already know it's going to be great. <laughs> okay, question it. It's going to be great. Fair yeah, enough. I'm 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 thoroughly stoked. My my son's going tomorrow night without me, and he'll be out of the will by the end of the night. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, so I've got to find a reason. But yeah, no, ah, oh God, I couldn't be more excited to go see that and how it ends. And and I mean, it feels like, and I could be wrong. But it feels like the movie's so good that James Gunn's going to be like, all right, let's carry this forward. I want it. <laughs> well, but the I, thing I, is, is it's, it's, a, it's Flashpoint. So this is the Flashpoint storyline. At least it very much seems that way. And so in the Flashpoint, they can kind of they can mix things up. So And one of the universes, yep. kind of like in this, there's a bunch of different universes. And one of them, um, both Bruce Wayne and his mom die, and Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. And then yeah, yeah. there's you know there's all these different ones. There's one where Superman teams up with Lex Luthor, Luthor after Lois dies and puts in kind of you know a, a military state. So there's all these different things. So you can have different actors and all these things, but it's going to be a reset for the DC universe. So I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued to see how it goes. I like that. And and the only thing that I wonder about is will James Gunn be willing to accept Ezra Miller as the first cog into his DCU. Um, yeah, you might want to move on from that guy. He is. Seems pretty risky, despite the fact that, from what I hear, he did great. Well, no, um, he's a good actor. He's just kind of... Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Seems like a mess. Shia LaBeoufian. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In so, that way. That is all, all right. we have for this week. We'll be back next week yeah, after seeing The Flash and some of these other shows that are starting to come out. Um... There's not a ton of coming attractions, I think, that we had, so we'll probably just blow by that. But, um, yeah, we got The Flash, Dead City, The Walking Dead spinoff. I'm not watching that. Um, I'm not watching it. And then Justified, City Primeval, which I'm definitely watching that. Um, And then I want to try this, The Crowded Room that just came out that's got a pretty good cast with uh, Tom Holland, Amanda Seyfried, Will Chase, yeah. It's on Apple. Yeah. The only thing that, uh, yeah, it looked really good. The trailer looks amazing. The only thing that bothers me is it's making Tom Holland take a year off. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to make more things. Don't Fair rest. Enough. <laughs> All right, Andy, catch up on Silo so we can talk about it next week. Will do. All right. Uh, until next time, catchphrase. Woody Retorts. <laughs> <laughs>